Welcome to Stories of Runeterra. My name is Ravenhood, and I'm just a humble storyteller here to draw you into the vast world of Runeterra by Riot Games. The Riot Games community has crafted an incredible universe filled with really neat champs that are so metal you can't resist making all these ferum puns. Sorry, I won't do that too much more this go-round, but <laughs> each week we jump into the Riot Games universe and narrate something from the world of Terra. This week's story was inspired because they put out a absolutely sick video, and it is Rel, the Iron Maiden. Forge your heart into something strong, unbreakable. The product of brutal experimentation at the hands of the Black Rose, Rel is a defiant, living weapon determined to topple Noxus. Her childhood was one of misery and horror, enduring unspeakable procedures to perfect and weaponize her magical control over metal. Until she made a violent escape, killing many of her captors in the process, now, branded as a criminal, Rel attacks Noxian soldiers on sight as she searches for survivors of her old academy, defending the meek while delivering merciless death to her former instructors. Alright, I'm not going to lie. The reason I'm recording this one is because I thought the trailer for Rel was so freaking awesome. As a fan of metal in its own right, I just really enjoyed it. So, here we go with the biography of Rel, the Iron Maiden. Posters across Noxus warn of a dangerous criminal, armed with a massive blunted spear and borne atop a magical fiend, whose mere existence poses a threat to the safety and security of the entire nation. Even some within the steeled ranks of the Trifarian Legion have begun to worry that they will be sent after her to their almost certain deaths. What kind of monster could be behind such heinous, unchecked destruction. The simple answer is a 16-year-old girl. The complicated one is unforgivable. Rel was special from the moment of her birth and fated to suffer for it. Born the daughter of a Noxian foot soldier and the heir to a fallen noble house, she enjoyed neither the trappings of wealth nor the gilded upbringing common to children of the lower aristocracy. Nevertheless, her parents had grand plans to mold her into someone who could shatter through Noxus's dense political landscape. As Rel's mother always said, Excellence is measured in sacrifice. Rel's unhappiness grew with time, sparking something unique within her. A magic unlike anything seen in centuries, the ability to manipulate metal. To Rel's parents, this was something to be exploited. For Rel's own sake, of course. And they tried unsuccessfully to apprentice her with many powerful mages who might whisk their daughter into the political or military elite. But someone else took notice of the young girl's magic 
seeing in Rel a weapon that could one day face Noxus's most hated ancient foe. A certain pale woman visited the family with a dark bargain. Rel soon found herself the star pupil at a very special academy, hidden far from the capital and away from the council's prying eyes. And though they rarely made appearances in her new boarding school, her mother and father never seemed more proud or more hopeful of their daughter's future. It seemed, at least for a moment, that perhaps Rel would be loved after all. Then the true horrors began. Rel was first forced into combat with another student when she was eight, and afterward, a kind of magic sigil was painfully grafted onto her arm, amplifying her powers so that she could become even stronger. Yet, while this had been framed as a training exercise, Rel never saw the boy again. In fact, she never saw any of her opponents again. Every day, she grew more powerful, honing her magic for martial combat. Her body became covered with sigils that amplified her magical abilities to impossible heights. In time, she could rip a vein of raw ore from deep out of the ground, twist the walls into deadly weapons, and superheat an opponent's armor until it collapsed and crushed them. But her instructors desired even more from her all in the hopes that Rel would be the most powerful soldier the Empire had ever known. On her 16th birthday, after a particularly barbaric duel, she finally had enough. Casting her instructors aside, Rel tore past the guards and ripped open the doors of a forbidden wing of the Academy, discovering the true nature of her school. Every opponent she defeated had been nullified, their magic forcibly extracted from them and placed into the very sigils covering Rel's body, and left as emotionless puppets devoid of memories. This was the price of her power, and she could never give it back. Worst of all was the headmistress who oversaw the procedures herself, Rel's own mother, all this had been for Rel, she said. After all, excellence is measured in sacrifice. Rel raged. To the small handful of faculty who survived her escape from the academy, it was like the earth had been torn open into a twisting whirlwind of razor-sharp slag. The building ripped itself apart, forming an impenetrable suit of black armor around Rel as she crushed those who stood before her, flattening seasoned soldiers with a lance heavier than a mountain. Bursting through the front gate on a steed made of rippling iron, she led as many of her classmates as she could to freedom, leaving the Rose scrambling to recover the Null and erase any trace of what their organization had done. But it was far too late. Soon enough, the surviving faculty members began to die in increasingly public ways, and the Null could no longer be kept secret. Rel is now a threat to Noxus, but not in the way the handbills proclaim. She's a self-styled defender of the meek, 
full of unchecked fury, distrustful of everyone, and merciless towards a government that turned a blind eye to years of suffering and abuse. Not because the empire was personally responsible, but because they stood by and did nothing. Riding atop her iron steed, Rel's eyes are set on nothing less than the complete destruction of Noxus and saving any children who, like her, survived the Black Rose Academy. And there is nothing in this world that can stop her. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, let's go ahead and jump into the story for tonight. This one is titled The Second Grave, and it was written by Jared Rosen. Rosen? Rosen. If you know him, tag him. Let me know. <laughs> um, as always, you can find these on the League of Legends website under Universe. Rel thought about the Null often. She didn't want to, of course, but the thoughts were intrusive and the road was long. And most of the time, there wasn't much to do besides drift back into those unhappy memories as she rode her shifting metal steed from one rumor to the next. Hours and hours of silence. And then, always, killing. This time, she was far in the outskirts of Noxian territory following the whispers of another Null child being secreted over the border. Null. Ugh. Rel winced. Even the shape of that word hurt. She silently swore to herself as she braced against... nothing, shaking off the weight of it. Then the pain turned to anger. Then the anger turned to rage. Noxus had made the Null. And made her. And now, in their immeasurable cowardice, the Noxians couldn't bear to look. Better to take the Null far, far away so Noxus could just go back to being glorious. Ugh. Rel hated this ugly country filled with its stupid, ugly people. She hated its bleak, strip-mined mountains, their ore gobbled up in Borum Darkwell's foreign wars. She hated its cracked, rotten soil, used up for ration crops and then left exposed to the wind. Now the only thing that grew anywhere was the green-brown moss that seemed to cake every inch of uninhabited land populated mostly by carnivorous lizards the size of a house. Ugh, what a hideous, naive place, she thought. So obsessed with its meritocracies, so consumed by constant expansion, that it could not and would not see what it had already become. The Black Rose and their experiments were just a symptom of its deeper sickness. 
Rel would tear it all down. She'd save the Null, then destroy the Empire brick by brick, even if she had to do it alone, just like she'd ripped apart the Academy. Then the boulder hit her, and for just a moment, everything was quiet. Rel had not known many of her classmates long. Most of the promising ones had been forced to fight her in the exhibition matches to quote-unquote test her strength. She didn't realize until much, much later that whatever shape they were in after, the instructors whisked them away, extracting their magic with essence, absorbing stone-like sigils, and leaving them null forever. She remembered some of the kids, but the rest were a pastiche of faces punctuated by extreme pain from the fights themselves to the horrific hours long sigil grafting process that gave their power to her rel awoke to the din of a war band that cautiously approached her checking if she was dead unfortunately for them she was not Rel rose with the shattered metal plates of her steed, her titanic lance finding her hand as raw molten ore poured upward from the ground and into the monstrous weapon. Her mount reformed, pulsating with the heat of a thousand furnaces. Raw iron contorted into shape, seizing itself into the jagged silhouette of a stallion, and Rel leapt upon its back. She counted five opponents, including a minotaur perched on a pile of large, jagged stones, probably the same kind that hit her, and then one more. A thin man in a dusty white coat clumsily tried to escape across the vast plain of nothing of Noxian wilderness. Instructor Lucas, the man who'd brought Gabriel to the academy, and the man who took him away. Though Rel would fight anyone who stood in her path, she had a special rule for her old instructors. Though Rel would fight anyone who stood in her path, she had a special rule for her old instructors. No questions asked, no answers given. She wouldn't make an exception for this one. Rel's stallion charged forward as if it had escaped a dark, distant nightmare, and like the hammer of a scorned god, Rel's lance slammed into the first soldier who stepped in her way. It was a weapon made not for piercing, but for crushing, and as the soldier's eyes widened in horror, the last thing that went through his mind was his helmet. The second fighter attempted to impale Rel's mount, but her spear snapped between its steaming plates, and Rel swatted her far into the distance, a deformed lump of scrap metal and flesh landing several yards away. Two crossbowmen, now much less confident than before, tried to beat a hasty retreat. Rel leapt into the air, her steed itself forming around her like a thick suit of impenetrable black armor, and she brought herself down upon them as the earth ripped open beneath her boundless rage. The Minotaur's rocks may have worked in a sortie, 
but even his great hunks of volcanic stone shattered against Rel's armor as she slowly marched towards him. A dark knight, nearly unstoppable, who felled the great creature in a single blow. She turned her attention to her old instructor. Lucas felt the gentle pull of his former student before chunks of the superheated slag ripped him from the mossy dirt and into a whirlwind of jagged debris surrounding Rel. It was a storm of metal, heat, and hatred, and all he could whimper before the end was a panicked, Gabriel's at the camp! Gabriel's at the camp! Rel crushed Lucas instantly. His broken form pounded so deeply into the ground that even the basilisks would have trouble digging out his corpse. Then the storm stopped. The slag fell away, and everything was quiet once more. True to the instructor's last words, Gabriel was concealed in a tent within a grassy ravine where the ground had given way and created a wide, shallow indentation in the land. The perfect, the perfect place to hide a camp. He was dead long before Rel found him. Malnutrition. Nullification just didn't steal the magic of its intended victim. It centered their soul apart, leaving a glassy-eyed husk that didn't want anything, barely spoke, couldn't remember, and never dreamed. A small handful had to be fed, but some rose-aligned warband simply chose to neglect this task out of resentment for the job. Rel looked at Gabriel, at the form wrapped in canvas who once made tiny animals leap from the ground to make her laugh when she was in pain. Digging her lance into the earth, she forced its dark metal out of her hand, then upward, and then around him until his body was covered. A simple grave to mark her friend's passing, but an indestructible one decorated with crude animals forever frozen in steel. She closed her eyes as she rode off, trying to remember Gabriel as he once was, but all Rel could see were the basilisks feeding on the dead and her fist closing around a pale woman's throat. The other students very quickly grew to fear her, and hate her even, and in that way, Rel was always alone. All save for one. Gabriel was a boy whose soft eyes and kind voice were not a product of Noxus, but some other far-flung locale that Rel could only scarcely imagine. He understood Rel and had an odd magic that allowed him to shape dirt into tiny fauna, the animals and birds of his homeland, dancing and playing for Rel's amusement. Though he seemed sad to be so far from his family, the two found comfort in each other's friendship. Gabriel spending many of his nights comforting Rel as she recovered from the Academy's abuse. It was simply a matter of time before they would face one another in combat, and while Rel seemed hopeful, Gabriel knew what was coming. Yet, for a while, 
at least. The two could pretend. Whew. That's... That is... Some heavy stuff, and that is not a pun, necessarily. Makes you want to reflect and think about the efficacy of blind rage and vengeance. And whether or not that actually solves problems of what is clear injustice and exploitation. I think I really need to kick up that next part of or another version of this podcast where we do philosophical and and, 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 and ethic and all that reflection. I think that would be interesting just because I do a lot of that thinking anyway, but hope you all had fun. I really freaking love the video for Rel, which y'all can find on League of Legends and all that. Anyway, listen to some metal myself. Hope you guys had a great week. Stay safe and Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. I'll be releasing. Yeah, I'll have an episode next week because it won't quite be Christmas and I'll be done with college. So that's exciting. Catch you all on the flip side and we'll see you around.